The following is a Thunderbolt West Media Production. Lies and deceptions, as well as keeping your house warm in this cold weather. You are listening to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show with Jim Calhoun. The storm was coming, the sky was on fire, fear was in their eyes. It's my opinion that we should be prepared to lean on our faith and be able to step out on the sea. Thanks for tuning in to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I'm your host, Jim Calhoun. This show features off-grid topics such as surviving in these troubled times, creating your own power, gardening, homesteading, and other issues related to off-grid living. I also seek to educate my listeners about survival and prepping, and I do my best to be a resource as you prepare to protect your family. In this show, I also talk about a wide variety of topics, everything from government corruption to chemtrails. I also feel that our constitutional republic is worth saving, so I never miss an opportunity to do my part in helping to save our republic. I have two main goals for this show. Number one, to help you build your faith in God. And number two, to help each listener become as self-sufficient as possible. This show originates at the Harmony Barn Studio, located near Hershey, Nebraska, in the United States of America. The Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show airs on global shortwave stations, WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, on 7490, WTWW, Lebanon, Tennessee, on 5085, and on WRMI, Radio Miami International, Okeechobee, Florida, on 5850. And this show airs on 89.3 FM, Key Radio, in Osage Beach, Missouri. This show is also available on demand as a podcast on Podpoint, Red Circle, Spreaker, Podbean, and Podomatic. My email address is jim at offgridliving.faith, and I invite you to visit my website, which is offgridliving.faith. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I really do appreciate it. Well, today I'm going to be talking about several things. But before I get onto my topics, I want to thank everyone for writing and for sending in their contributions to keep the show on the air. I really do appreciate it. And I get a kick out of Mark's letters. I got a kick out of the way he wrote Old Buddy on the envelope. Thank you very much for the contribution and the letter. And everyone else that sent in a donation, that's really appreciated because donations have been down due to the poor economy. You know, that's great Bidenomics that they keep talking about. But anyway, I really do appreciate it. And also, I'm getting a lot of suggestions as far as ideas for shows, and I'm going to be sprinkling in some of that information 
on each show that I do. But this show, I wanted to concentrate on the lies and deceptions that we're seeing everywhere. And people are falling for those lies, and I want to at least give you my point of view on them. But before I get onto that, I do want to talk about keeping your house warm. Now, this is going to go out to the people who are off-grid primarily, because the people who are on-grid, you don't have that big of a problem keeping your house warm. It might cost you quite a bit of money, but you don't have any real issues of keeping it warm. Now, if you're like myself and you're totally off-grid and you heat your house with wood, well, that's a problem at times when you have to be away from your house. And so I've had to really choose which rooms that I heat and which rooms that I don't. And I have to really watch how long I'm away from the house. And sometimes I get into situations where I'm gone for several more hours than I planned to be. And of course, I come home to a very cold house. And so there's ways you can optimize your house to make it be as warm as it possibly can be. And to those who are on grid, you can still use these methods to lower your heat bill. Now, if you have any south-facing windows, well, use your curtains. Open them during the day, let the sun shine in, close them at night, hold the heat in. Simple as that. And there are several people who have tried this, and it does work. If you have some black cloth, or better yet, some black metal, I'm not talking shiny black, I'm talking flat black. If you could put those a couple of feet away from your windows on the inside of the house and just prop them up on a chair, well, that will capture the heat. And it'll dissipate the heat in a manner that you can actually feel the heat coming off the material. Cloth will work, but it doesn't release the heat. It kind of holds it. But if you have a panel, let's say three feet square of tin painted flat black, you could always prop that up on a chair, put it in the window facing the sun. Also, you can use dark material or dark drapes on the back wall, on the wall that's opposite of the windows, and that will help absorb the heat as well. I know that if you have a brick house, you can use the brick to your advantage because the brick will actually let heat come up, and on days where the wind is not going to blow and not going to mess this little plan up, you can actually open your windows a crack. Then you can build a makeshift hood that you can come out your window and it'll capture the heat as it rises and it'll go into your house. Little things like that can make a difference of three or four degrees. And if you do several things, you can actually heat your house about 10 degrees or 15 degrees warmer without using any extra fuel. And of course, everyone knows to caulk your windows if they need it and uh, insulate and put plastic on the windows if they're a little bit leaky or if you can get some new windows and get some of the new energy efficient double glass windows. Of course, I'm talking about spending money there, but the poor man's method of heating your house as far as using just alternative ways to heat is that you're using the sun to create your electricity, most likely. So why not use that same sunlight to heat your house? And anyone that has animals in the house, as far as dogs or cats, knows that the dogs and cats are smart enough to seek out the sun as it comes through the windows, and that's where they lay down. So we need to use the intelligence that our animals have and use the power of the sun to help us heat our homes.
Now, every home is different. Every climate's different. I'm not going to get into specifics here. Just take stock of all of your south-facing windows. Take stock of what time of day is the best to capture any heat. And also look at the angle of the sun. And when the sun is not at the right angle, where it no longer throws any heat through your window, well, that's when you pull your drapes and make your room dark and use your drapes to insulate that window. And that way it'll hold in the heat that it's captured. I know that in rooms that I do these things in, I know that it's at least 20 degrees warmer in the morning when I get up to start my fire. But the rooms that I do not have an opportunity to do this, like windows that are facing north and windows that are facing east. Now, west windows work a little bit better than east windows because it seems that you got the heat of the day working with you as well as the sun coming through your west window, but it doesn't come in very long. You can get some sun out of your east window, but generally that is that early morning sun that's it's a warm light, but the air is generally cold enough that you really don't gain a whole lot. And also, you're going to want to let your house naturally draft. There are certain doors you can open, certain doors you can close. You can open some of them a quarter of the way, some halfway. You'll find out which doors to open and how wide to open them. And so you have a passive airflow through your house. You won't notice a big difference, but you will notice a difference because some of the heat is going to be able to get out of the rooms that you're letting the sun help heat. That's going to get into the other rooms through passive air currents. And let's face it, here in my part of the country anyway, we're having a very cold winter, and every degree that I can get my house warm is just that much less wood I have to go out and chop and process and feed the fire with. And so I'm always looking for ways to have an alternative heat source or something to bolster my heat. And I mentioned the brick siding on the outside of a brick home. Well, one thing that really holds heat really well is bricks. And you won't really be very well liked, I don't think, if you bring bricks in your house. I think your family members won't like it too well, but if you have some bricks and you paint them black and you make a nice pile of bricks right where your dog or your cat likes to lay, well, that'll gather all that heat and it'll hold it. And long after the sun is gone, those bricks will still be warm, releasing heat. I know these things sound drastic. But I do believe that it's something you need to consider as we try to heat our house during this horrible cold spell. Well, I'm going to get on to the meat of the show. I'm going to talk about the lies and deceptions that just seem to happen every day. I see that Hunter Biden had his lawyer tell the court the charges that he used drugs was unfounded. and that he didn't lie to the government as far as getting gun permits and owning a firearm and all the things he had to fill out. Apparently he lied and said he didn't have any substance abuse problems. Well, it seems like they found cocaine residue on some of his belongings that would prove otherwise. And you have to know that that lawyer that Hunter Biden hired knows full well his client is addicted to all sorts of substances that are illegal. But that's part of the whole game. 
Hillary Clinton can't do any wrong. Neither could Bill Clinton. I watched a video clip of Bill Clinton as he was confronted about him being on this Jeffrey Epstein list. And Bill Clinton gave that sickening, I'm better than you look that he's always had. And he looked at the person who was asking the question and said, we'll let the facts speak for themselves or something in that manner. And of course, he didn't deny. He just said, well, let the facts speak for themselves. Well, the facts are is that your name is on the list. And the look on his face was he was proud to be on the list and he'd do it again. And he was proud of all the children that I feel that he molested. Let's not forget that the Clintons leave a trail of death and destruction everywhere they go. And if there ever was a couple that is demonic, I think it's Bill and Hillary Clinton. But they're not alone, unfortunately. But we have people that will just lie to us. Well, like Bill Clinton, when he was in office, they ask him a question, and he had to retort, it matters what the word is means. And these people are shameless. They've always been shameless. And what's really sick is there are people that still defend these people. Common, ordinary people that are so brainwashed that they defend Hillary Clinton. When they themselves would go to prison if they did one quarter of what Hillary has done, these people would be behind bars possibly for life. And you know that Hillary or Bill Clinton, either one, or Obama or Biden or any of these people, they wouldn't lift a finger to help a peon, but yet they have all these people brainwashed that they think that these Democrats who were demonic are just the best thing that's ever been. It's really sad to see whole families disintegrate and communities come apart just because we have people that are so delusional that they are believing all the deceptions and the lies. And that's one thing I hope to do not only on this show, but also on my guest hosting on Truth to Ponder is I'm trying to wake people up. You're being lied to. You're being lied to every day. This new virus, X they're calling it, well, you're going to be lied to about that. Even though they admit to chemtrails, they still lie to the masses and tell them that they're not real. After they've admitted they're real, and there's paper trails and also money spent that's on the government ledger paying for the spraying of our skies, not only in this country, but also in Spain and other countries who came out and admitted it. And I'm still noticing that we have a lot of people who are just not feeling right, feeling real down and tired and just almost like a zombie. There's an awful lot of people feeling that right now, and I don't know if my thoughts on this are correct, but I think it has something to do with what they're spraying us with. Because there's upper respiratory things that are happening that just shouldn't be happening in this kind of magnitude. You know, everyone seems to have some sort of this creeping crud. And then, of course, we have the illegals crossing the border. They're bringing in viruses that we're not immune to anymore because we've never had to face them. Our bodies never had to deal with them before. And it seems that now we have measles that are being spread, and tuberculosis is way up, and there's an awful lot of diseases that are rearing their head in this country that we thought that we had defeated. And of course, there's talk about the labs in Ukraine were trying to weaponize smallpox, as if smallpox wasn't bad enough. 
but they're trying to come up with versions of smallpox that are even more contagious and easier to spread. And so we're being lied to just by the scientists. We're being lied to by the medical community, of course the government. And then this is an election year, so every candidate's going to tell you what they think you want to hear. And one of the lies and the deceptions that I saw that I thought was rather comical is after Donald Trump won the Iowa caucuses, you had MSNBC and some of these other brain-dead organizations were declaring that Trump lost, that it was a devastating defeat for Trump. These people are delusional. When you have about eight or nine people in the race and you get over 50%, well, that's a landslide victory. But these people have to do everything in their power to just try to belittle everything that they are paid to be against. And then, of course, the day after Donald Trump won the Iowa caucuses, all of a sudden there's news stories out that Trump wants to be a dictator. And so they're going to float some legislation, possibly, they're talking about it, that will separate the presidency from the military to where the president is no longer commander-in-chief. Because they say if Donald Trump makes it back into the White House, he's going to weaponize the military and he's going to use it against we the people. Well, the military has been weaponized against we the people and it's been done by the communists and the Democrats, so they're one and the same. And we just have story after story. I could go on for days of all the lies and deceptions. And unfortunately, we have an awful lot of people that buy those lies. And I get an awful lot of emails from people who are really frustrated because no one will listen to them. They try to explain to their family or their friends or neighbors what's going on. And these people that are listening quit listening immediately and just turn their ears off. Then they end up shunning the person that's actually trying to help them. And I think that's just totally crazy that. People would treat someone that's trying to help them in such a manner, but that's the degree of brainwashing that we've undergone. You have people that no longer believe their own eyes or their own ears. They can watch something or see something and then be told by their favorite propagandist on the news media or a politician or any of these other liars. They'll be told, no, no, you really didn't see that. You saw this other thing. And it just flabbergasts me that people will actually go along with that. There's still people that are floating this Trump-Putin kind of an alliance. And these same people are claiming that Russia is communist when they threw off communism. They have former communists in their government, but their government is not communistic. I would bet there's more communists in Washington, D.C. than there are in Moscow, but that's just my opinion. But you have these people that just won't let that go. Hillary Clinton bought and paid for this dossier that was put out that was totally false. It's been proven to be totally false. But yet, people still buy it. And I can't imagine the glee that the people that are telling these lies, they have to be absolutely just euphoric that people are still believing lies that they told three, four, five, six years ago even though they've been proven to be false and they've been proven to be lies, there's still people that will just soak it up. And it's really hard to 
talk to friends and family and be a watchman and try to really look out for people. When people treat you like you're just an idiot for even mentioning it, I can't tell you the amount of people that really think that the country is doing quite well. They think that Biden is a good president. They don't think that we're going to get into a war. And I've even heard people that want to get into a war because they want to destroy Yemen. They want to destroy Iran. They want to destroy Russia. And they think that the might of the United States will just automatically go in and just destroy them. And they can't wait for that to happen. And I think of the debacle in Afghanistan and how we left citizens there to fend for themselves. That was one of the most shameful retreats in the history of mankind. And yet, to my knowledge, nobody has been punished for having such poor planning and just letting that situation get out of hand. And people that actually watch that happen on the news are ones that think that the United States Army can't be beat. They think that our Air Force is invincible. They think that we're the only country with technology. Well, think again. Iran has the technology to hit what they're aiming at, that's for sure. And Shakespeare said it best, the whole world is a stage. And the real actions we're never going to know about, the real meetings and the real decisions that are made. We'll just see maybe the results of some of those decisions, but we don't know what's been decided. We have the politicians in Germany that are floating a plan that seems to be set in stone that 2025 is when this war is going to go nuclear. And it's just crazy how there's no statesman. I watched a video of, I think it's a foreign minister of the United Kingdom, and he put out a little video about how England had to step up and defend the world, and they could fight, and they could win. And It was a rah-rah speech to try to get the people in Great Britain to want a war. And equally chilling, matter of fact, more chilling, I saw what they called an anti-fascist rally in Germany. And it was at night. They were using flashlights, cell phones, and also a few candles. And the colors in the background were kind of a medium light blue. But had those colors been red, then this rally would have looked exactly like a Nazi rally in World War II. It had the exact same type of a feel to it. The people were all chanting in unison, and there were a lot of people. They are marching up and down the streets, demanding an end to fascism. But they're not looking at their own government. They're looking at Vladimir Putin. And so you have the German government preparing their people for war. You have the United Kingdom government trying to prepare their people for war. Sweden is preparing their people. Poland, Belarus, of course Russia and Ukraine. You have all these other countries that are preparing for war. Even Canada is preparing for war. And of course the United States is always preparing for war. It seems to be our biggest export of the last 50 to 75 years which is very sad, but it seems like everywhere you look, there's people promoting going to war. I've been asking myself, where are the statesmen? 
Where are the people that want to do what they can to stop the madness? And it is just total madness. It's a sickness and it's a disease. And unfortunately, it's spreading. And I mentioned on my Truth to Ponder episode that I like to read the comments that people put at the bottom of articles and videos and things that I watch during my research. And I don't know how many of these are AI bots, but there were an awful lot of people, if they were people at all. See, that's another deception that we're in. We're in the world of the deep fake right now. But if these people were real, it's really scary that we have so many people that want genocide. And make no mistake, there's genocide happening all over the world. And it's mainly happening right now in the Gaza Strip. And I've heard that the international court has asked Israel to stop what they're doing in the Gaza Strip. And I hope that's true, and I hope they do stop. Because the bombing of innocent people is just incredible. And I know there's a few of you listening that are thinking, innocent people, what are you talking about? Innocent people is what I'm talking about. Just because Israel says they're going after Hamas fighters doesn't mean that that's what they're doing. Because it's been documented many times over that the Israeli government will tell the Palestinians where to go because it's a safe zone. And so the people will bring their families and all their belongings and whatever they can carry. They'll go into the safe zone and then guess where the Israelis bomb? They bomb the safe zone. They've done it more than once. It's a pattern. So don't tell me that the Israelis are doing everything they can to keep the innocents from being killed because that's not what they're doing. They're doing everything they can to kill as many Palestinians as they can. And I'm also going to apply that to Ukraine. I'm not for the Ukrainian government. I don't think the Ukrainian government is legitimate. I don't think it has the best interest of Ukraine in mind. And I think they're trying to kill every Slavic person they can, including the Ukrainians. I don't think there's any compassion shown to the Ukrainian people. The government wants to fight on and fight on. And then during this Davos meeting, you have someone from Estonia get up and have the gall to call all of the young men that left Ukraine for Europe so they wouldn't be killed in a needless, hopeless situation that they're in. And this person from Estonia called them cowards and also wanted all of the Ukrainians, and he said there were 800,000 Ukrainian men of military age that left Ukraine. He wants to have them all deported back to Ukraine so they can stand up and die for Estonia. Think about that. This Estonian, he won't pick up a rifle and go to Ukraine and volunteer. I guarantee you that. But he wants as many Ukrainians dead as possible. I think there's genocide happening to Ukraine right now. You might say, yes, it's the Russians doing it. Well, the Russians are killing an awful lot of Ukrainians. There's no doubt about that. But it's a needless war. It didn't have to happen. And there was a peace treaty that was ready to be signed, and Ukraine was going to sign it until the leaders in the West told Ukraine, no, you need to fight on. And so they're fighting on. And so they're going to fight and fight and fight and die and die and die, and nobody worries about all the death, all these Ukrainian families that are getting wiped off the face of the earth. Nobody wants the war to stop. 
So why would the world be better if Ukraine was in Russian hands, or why would it be better if it's free? The last time I knew Russia was a free country, at least much more free than it was under the Soviets, and I don't think that Ukraine is a free country under Zelensky. He canceled the elections, and he's had martial law for several years now. And so you can't say that Ukrainians are living in a state of freedom right now because they're not. So it would be best to end this war and end the bloodshed and sort things out. And eventually things will come around to where the Ukrainians will be safe and secure and they won't have to worry about being wiped off the face of the planet. But that's what's happening right now. And so they're telling us all sorts of lies about Russia and all sorts of lies about Ukraine. And, of course, Russia is telling all kinds of lies. And Where does it end? Well, that's my point. It doesn't. So you're going to have to really use discernment and going to have to really have a tough skin. You're going to have to toughen up and be able to let some of this roll off your back because it's too big of a burden for everyone to carry. And that's kind of what they're trying to do is overload us with bad information. And so day after day after day, we're hammered with the same type of doom and gloom, and we're hammered with lies and propaganda. And it's just time that we took a deep breath and stood back and realized that most of these people, when their lips are moving, they're lying. And I'm talking about all of the so-called legacy media. I'm sure that some of the things they say probably have some truth to it, but they're going to get an awful lot of people killed. and. We need to stand up to the media and we need to call them out like Donald Trump does. We all need to call out the media for what they are. They're just propagandists and they're spreading the lies and disinformation. And of course, they're the ones that are putting these groups together to combat lies and disinformation and get people thrown off the internet or worse in some countries, get a visit by the police for a Facebook post. And so the truth is getting to be very rare. That's why we need to really spread truth. We need to make the truth not rare. We need to make these liars and these people that are deceiving us, we need to leave those people in the dust, and we need to not listen to them anymore. Before I get any farther, I'd like to mention that I would really appreciate if you would consider sponsoring the show with a donation. I do appreciate all donations, and they're very much a vital thing in keeping this show on the air. And it's easy to do. I take checks, money orders, and cash. You'd write the check out to Thunderbolt West Media. You would mail to Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska. And the zip code is 69142. I really need to know who's listening and where you're listening from, whether it's by shortwave or podcast or on AM or FM radio. Even if you just pop me an email and say hi, I would appreciate it. And as always, I invite listeners, give me some suggestions of topics that they'd like to hear me cover. I would really appreciate that. Once again, my email address is jim at offgridliving.faith. Please visit the website, and the website is offgridliving.faith. And also, you can find links to even more information 
every one of my shows is uploaded on the website. If you're tuned to Frequency 7.490, you're listening to WBCQ. If you're on 5850, you're listening to WRMI, Radio Miami International. Welcome back to the second half of the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. This is Jim Calhoun, and I really do appreciate you tuning in today. Well, it seems that this show is, again, not too much about off-grid living. I'm trying to sprinkle in as much as I can, but we have so many things happening that affects everyone, whether they're on-grid or off-grid, that I have to at least make a comment on it. And we can't let things go unchallenged. We just can't do that. Now, there was a UFC fighter, I can't remember the name, but the video is online if you want to look it up. It's a UFC fighter, and the language he uses is horrible, so if you get offended easily, you don't want to listen to his interview. But I listened to his interview, and it seems that this UFC fighter is a no-nonsense person, and he was confronted about transgenderism, which again is another lie, it's another deception, and he called this person out on it. Well, now they have reporters that follow him around just to torment him. And I've never seen a reporter get clobbered, not literally, but figuratively, by words. I've never seen a reporter get clobbered and owned as bad as this reporter from Canada that was trying to disparage this fighter. And the fighter turned the tables on this journalist, if you want to call it that, if you you wanted to call this person a journalist. And he told the journalist that the journalist was a problem with the world, him and his ilk, how they vote in tyrants and how they support policies that close people's bank accounts up in Canada. And he really read this report of the Riot Act, and he did not let up. It's like a five-minute interview, but it wasn't an interview at all. It was a dress-down. The USC fighter just kept hammering verbally, this reporter. And I was thinking as I was watching this, this is the way all of the legacy media needs to be treated. Because they're spreading lies, they're spreading the propaganda. And this reporter was there to try to belittle this fighter who had just won some sort of a championship. And all this reporter wanted to talk about was transgender and gay and all of that nonsense. And this fighter called him out on it. And I'm thinking, wow, if we could all just be so bold as to tell these people that we think that you're liars, we think that you're propagandists, we don't believe a word you're saying, we don't think you're important. And as I do my research, I don't watch any corporate anything. And so you might think, well, I'm missing out on something. I'm What I'm missing out on is I'm not getting brainwashed and I'm not listening to the propaganda. Every once in a while I have to watch a clip of some MSNBC or Fox or whoever. doesn't make any difference. They all feed out of the same trough. I have to listen to a clip now and again, but I don't even like to do that. Because these people are totally irrelevant in my life. And they should be irrelevant in your life because they don't have your best interests at heart. 
They really don't. They're a bunch of arrogant, ignorant fools that will do anything for a dollar. And they will tell you anything that they're told to tell you. They're using scripts. And if you think these quote-unquote journalists are thinking for themselves, well, you're mistaken. I know that in my hometown, I was able to get to know some of the local news media, and my opinion of them was, I always wondered how they were able to get a job in the first place, let alone keep it. And then I later found out that all they were were talking heads, just reading what they were handed. And so if they were skilled at reading, well, then they were able to hire them because the things they were talking about were not their own thoughts. And that has not changed at all. And I wanted to make a little brief statement here. I forgot to open the show with this. I know that there's been some problems with the WTWW transmitter. The 5085 transmitter had a water-cooled heat exchanger fail due to the cold weather. And it's going to be several weeks before that gets back operational. So I want to tell the folks that are catching the show on a podcast or on WRMI or WBCQ that the WTWW program will come back as soon as this transmitter is repaired. But I'm afraid that it suffered some major damage. So just keep your fingers crossed and be patient. As I flip around the shortwave dial, I hear several people that I don't care for and I just keep going. And you don't have the sheer numbers of stations. It's not like there's hundreds of stations you can receive all at the same time on short wave. You have to know when to listen and where to listen as far as sometimes reception's better in one place than another. And sometimes even moving two or three feet, it's kind of like having a cell phone dropout. You have dropouts as far as your shortwave experience if you don't have a good antenna. But as I go through and listen to the different broadcasters, it's just evident to me that while there's not as many talking heads on shortwave by a long shot, they have much more important things to say. It doesn't really matter if they're the ones that I like or don't like. It's the fact that the people on shortwave at least have a message. It's not something that's handed to them by some corporate political hack and they're told to read it. And so you're getting the honest opinions of the broadcasters on shortwave. And sometimes I agree with what I hear, sometimes I don't. But I do know that all of it is from the heart, at least the vast majority of it is from the heart. And you don't have those annoying public service announcements that you have to hear a thousand times a day on commercial radio. And so I think that listening on shortwave is much better. You're still going to have some, let's say, chaff with the wheat you're going to have to sift through. But by and large, you're going to get better entertainment, you're going to get better information, and you're not going to be as bored having to listen to the same old things over and over and over if you listen to, let's say, an AM radio or FM radio. It seems like one day blends into another, and it's just the same thing. And it never ceases to amaze me that I find new, wonderful programs on shortwave all the time. And unfortunately, sometimes I don't hear them again. 
whether they're quit broadcasting or whether I just can't pick them up or whether I was just lucky receiving them the first time I heard them, but there's some wonderful programs. So one of the ways we can combat this disinformation is to seek out truth tellers. And I know that it's subjective. Some people would say that one person is a truth teller and the next person says, no, they're controlled opposition. And I know there are people out there that are controlled opposition. I don't know who they are, but it just stands to reason that they're trying to cover all their bases. And I say they, I mean the globalists. They're going to offer anybody they can the almighty dollar to get them to toe the mark and spout the same disinformation. But by and large, if you want to start getting away from the propaganda, the first thing to do is to use shortwave. And I'm real skeptical about people who have not been thrown off of YouTube. I do watch several YouTube presenters, and I think they give good advice and good news reports. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, why are these people here while so many hundreds of thousands of people have been barred and banned and shadow banned and whatever YouTube and Facebook and all these places do? where they either maroon them where no one can find them, or they outright just ban them and they close their channels down. And I know there are people that like Rumble, and I think Rumble's okay, but I also think that there's some corporate shenanigans go on at Rumble. I don't have any proof of that. It's just a feeling. And I've heard the same thing about some of the others. I do like BitChute. I think you get some real bad information. A lot of fake videos that show up on BitChute, but you get good at spotting the ones that are fakes. And then you get some really good information off of BitChute. And I also use UgeTube, U-G-E Tube. And I was using RoxyTube, but it seems that RoxyTube is not functioning well, or for some reason I can't get any videos to come up. And then there's brand new Tube. But I didn't have a good experience with them. I seemed to have a lot of hackers and a lot of people that were trying to get into your computer from that site. And so I quit going there. And then you have Brideon and, and you have others out there that you can find presenters that have been kicked off of YouTube that have really good information. But we have to understand that the opposition, the globalists, the people that want to basically enslave us, before they do a sin, they're really good. They're really good at disguising themselves. I like to think of them as chameleons. And so they can disguise themselves as a MAGA Republican or a conservative or whatever they want to disguise themselves as because these people are shameless and they're good at it. And so there's an awful lot of people who can help spread the lies and the disinformation on places that we think there's nobody spreading lies and disinformation. I know I tried some of the alternative news organizations that sprung up that are online that were started up basically to replace Fox or to compete with Fox. And they're not very big organizations and their content is okay, but I started noticing that even those places, I think, have let's say, some Trojan horse type of operations going on. So I really listen to 
I'm going to call them citizen journalists, people that are truly not journalists, but yet they're actually doing real journalism. And so I guess that makes them real journalists, but they don't have the credentials on their wall, but they sure know how to lay things out and explain things, and they do it with facts, and they can back up what they say. And I think that's probably the most important thing, no matter who you listen to, make sure that they can back up what they say. And also, people lie to you by omitting the truth or telling you partial parts of a story to where you don't have enough information to form an opinion that is going to be helpful to you. And that's another big problem we have, is that we have people that are willing to tell the truth up to a point. And those are the hardest ones to weed out, the ones that they tell you 90% of it's true and you're enjoying what they're saying and you're learning a lot, but they have to slip in that 10% that's going to take you down the wrong road. And I'm not going to name any names, but really watch out for that. There's a lot of wolves in sheep clothing that are on the air, that are in podcasts and on videos. And there's a lot of self-appointed experts out there that try to tell you the way things are when they have no clue themselves. And I readily admit that I don't have any sources. What you get from me is my opinions, and I do research, and I do think things through. But it seems that I'm even getting just overloaded with information. So I don't really believe anything at face value. A perfect example is Iran and Pakistan exchanging cruise missiles. It seems that both of them have fired cruise missiles into the other one's country, but their targets have been basically the same terrorist organization that is claimed to be funded by the United States and NATO. And that does make sense that you would have these terrorists, if they are terrorists, because you can't believe the Iranian government or the Pakistani government any more than you can believe ours. But the way I understand it is that they were on the Pakistan side of the border. Pakistan really doesn't want them there. And Iran is sick of them crossing the border doing damage. And so Iran hit them. And so apparently they left Pakistan and went into Iran. And then Pakistan hit the same group while they were in Iran. That's what I gather. I'm not sure if that's exactly what happened, but that seems to be the gist of it that I'm getting. And so possibly, if that is true, this whole Iran-Pakistan feud is not really a feud at all. It's just two people acting like a feud to throw everybody off. I made the reference to professional wrestling several shows ago, and I'm going to use it again. Back in the 1980s, in Denver, they had a some sort of a match where you had Dusty Rhodes on the card and you had Ric Flair on the card. And since it was Denver, of course, they brought in some of their stars. Well, after the match was over, several hours after that, we were traveling through and actually saw the two out to supper together. A, a place across from where we were staying was a 24-hour diner and they came out for a bite to eat and they were sitting there they signed some autographs and were real friendly but they were there together just good old buddies but yet 
During the match, they hated each other. During the interviews, they were going to tear each other's throats out and everything that professional wrestlers say they're going to do to one another. But in reality, it's just scripted, and they're actors, and they're good at it. And these two were apparently friends that went out to eat together. And that's what's happening between the Republicans and the Democrats. That's what's happening between all these different countries that claim to hate each other. You have to understand that all these leaders consider themselves as part of the elites. And they get together at Davos and some of these other secret organizations. They get together and plan the fate of the world. They plan of what they're going to ban and what they're going to create, what they're going to phase out, what they're going to phase in. And they don't ask you and they don't ask me. It's like they are just want to get rid of all these gasoline-powered cars. They want everyone to have an electric car. And I heard yesterday that they're going to try to have the world on an entirely plant-based diet with no meat by 2025. Well, my first thought was fat chance of that, but this guy was in front of the Davos group, and that's what he was telling all these quote-unquote elites. But these people get together and share ideas and yuck it up behind the scenes, and, and they do the backroom deals. And who suffers? The people of the world. We suffer. The common man, the common woman. We suffer because these people are out of control. And they can buy anybody to say anything at any time. And so, therefore, we have lies and disinformation that hits us from every angle, every day. And I used to be a news junkie, and I used to have it on all the time. But I decided not to do that about five years ago. I just decided I'd had enough. And I can tell you my head is clearer. And I have a better picture of what's going on because I'm not listening to the propaganda. So I have nothing to unlearn. And I used to listen to music all the time. But, but there's something that happens to you when you feel that God is leading you places and is talking to you. You start noticing things that I think God opens your eyes to and opens your ears to. You start seeing and hearing things that never used to bother you that all of a sudden bothers you. And then you start seeing patterns, and you have to second-guess yourself and think, wow, am I getting this cynical? Am I getting this disenchanted with the world that I think everything is just something that's evil? Unfortunately, most of them are, after you really think about it and you study it. And a perfect example is our music. Music used to be fun. It used to be a nice pastime. And I used to listen to music all the time as well. And I still listen to music, but I'm real picky of what I listen to. But any time I listen to commercial music radio, which I have to when it's piped into a store or I'm riding with someone in their car, I've noticed that even the music is pushing themes at certain groups. It seems that when you get to the pop music and the rap and all of that hip-hop scene, they're pushing a lot of things that are not good for you to hear or think or do, and they seem to be glorifying just being a gangster or being something that is not civil, something that's 
being a rebel, and there's not a lot of things that make you feel good about listening to the lyrics. And then country music has always been suspect as far as singing about drinking, but it seems like now that they're just openly writing music just to sell booze and to get people to drink as much as possible. And I know this might sound like I'm overstepping here, but I don't think it's a coincidence. I think that society is being torn down from every angle. And I listen to some new Christian music, and some of it's pretty good. But I listen to some of the older Christian music, and I'm talking some of it are hundred-year-old recordings, and others are hymns that are ancient, on up through recordings through the whole 20th century. I find that a lot of these songs have a spirit to them that the new songs don't have. The new songs might sound wonderful, and as far as the recording equipment and the artist that records it and the musicianship, there's nothing wrong with it. But there's nothing from the heart. Now, I'm not saying all of them. I'm saying a number of them that I've heard sounded like they were just trying to either make art or make money with their music. I really didn't believe that the person singing the song believed what they were singing, if that makes any sense. But the old recordings that I listen to, I can hear the passion, I can hear the devotion, I can hear the reverence, I can hear, I can feel what was in that person's heart as they sing the song. And that's one thing that this new artificial world where everything is artificial, intelligence is artificial, your food is artificial, your skies are artificial with the chemtrails, just we live in a phony world. Everyone seems to try to out-phony the next person, and you don't know if the stuff you're buying, if you go, like, let's say, buy a fast-food hamburger, are you eating meat or not, or are you just getting a plant burger, or is it full of insects? These questions have to be asked because everywhere we look is just a disintegration of our whole society. And so I do my best to take control of what I can take control of, I really choose wisely of what I watch, what I hear, and I try not to let people influence me that I know that they're being paid to influence me. And the perfect example is the nightly news and almost everything that's on television is brought to you by Pfizer. Then you find out that Pfizer is working on a vaccine for this new virus X, that they don't know what it is, but they're working on a vaccine. That's just more lies and more disinformation. And if you get one thing from this show today, I just want you to wake up. And if you're awake, do your best to wake other people up, but don't let it frustrate you. It's a real uphill battle, and we need to wake as many people up as we can. I'm getting an awful lot of emails from people that are really getting hurt by family and friends that they're being scoffed at, ridiculed, and disowned just because they're awake and they're hearing from God and God is pointing things out to them and they are starting to see. And when you have eyes to see and ears to hear, you can't help but see and hear. And that makes it real rough on some people because they're the only person in their family and in some cases the only people in their community that actually see what's going on. And so seek out the truth and pray about things that you're not sure on. Ask God to make things clear for you. Pray for wisdom and discernment. I say that all the time, but I truly mean that. 
if you pray for wisdom and if you pray for those things and believe that God hears your prayers and you receive discernment and wisdom, well, use that discernment and wisdom to decide just how you're going to get through all this information and separate the good from the bad. There's an awful lot of good information out there. There are people that are really reliable, and I think it's very important to seek them out. I know that in the past I've had people that I really thought were great, but I found out the only thing they were in their profession for was the almighty dollar. And you find out that they really aren't there for their fans or their audience or whatever the case may be. They're only there because they're paid to be there. And I'm not paid to be here. I'm here because I want to be here. And sometimes my shows are better than others, and sometimes my information is better than other times. But I always do my best to give you my opinion of what's going on. And if I can keep you from being lied to, and if I can keep you from making decisions that may harm you or your family because you've been just fed a bunch of disinformation, well, if I can get you to open your eyes, then I've done my job today. But the only pay I get is pay that I get to hand over to the radio stations for the airtime. And I do appreciate those who do contribute to keep the show on the air. It's because of you that I'm able to continue these broadcasts. And so I would ask that you think about partnering with me in helping me share the burden of getting this information out. And if you find value in my show, I would really appreciate any size of donation. And I take checks, money orders, or cash. And you would write the check out to Thunderbolt West Media. You would mail to Thunderbolt West Media. P.O. Box 163. P.O. Box 163. Hershey, Nebraska. Hershey, Nebraska. The zip code is 69143. Well, as usual, I want to thank you for listening. And everyone, stay sharp. Really think things through. Don't let anyone pull the wool over your eyes. And if you catch somebody lying to you, turn them off. And if they happen to be there in person, tell them you caught them. It's time that we stand on truth. It's time that we stood up for truth. Stay well. Stay happy. Keep your powder dry. And never, ever forget. Replace fear with faith. This is Jim Calhoun, the Living Off Grid Powered Information Show. The song Step Out on the Sea is performed by Brit Small and Festival. Thank you for listening to Thunderbolt West Media.